I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello, welcome to the Lost Boys podcast. With you every step of the way, you have me, Jacob Stolworthy. And me, Jack Shepard. We're here because we are watching Lost, which by now is no secret. Is it? No, not hopefully not. This would be weird if, it, if even if you were keeping it secret, because that would defeat the whole point of the podcast. It would completely defeat the point of the podcast. We are watching Lost. We're watching Lost, and we have watched uh, the eighth episode of the third season of Lost, which is titled "Flashes Before Your Eyes." What an episode, eh? Yeah, you like that, don't you? you like that? I like it. Yeah, no, I know you. You, you were there was no denying that you liked this episode at the end of it. You couldn't keep it a secret, could you? I couldn't keep it a secret. I can't keep it a secret on here. I've just gone straight into it. There are no secrets here. This is the point we're trying to make. There are no secrets. We are all friends. This is the episode where we find out what happened when Desmond pushed the button. Pushed the button. Turned the key. Damn. After not pushing the button. Damn. Um. Before we dive in, and you've kind of given up the game that you like this episode. <laughs> it's no secret to learn that Damon Lindelof, who wrote this episode with Drew Goddard, who is now big-time film, film director, who directed Bad Times at the El Royale and Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Uh, they were nominated for the Writers Guild of America Award for Best Episodic Drama. Good for them. Yeah, which, no surprise, huh? No surprise. Congrats, fellas. Um, but it does suggest that the Writers Guild of America believed that there was no better episode written in season three of Lost. Is it all downhill from here? No. WJ are just wild. W stands for wild. (laughs) Wild. The wild guild of America. I like it. Uh, Also, another little fun fact about this episode, which we're going to call FB. Flashes before your eyes. FB. FB. Cool. FB. Is that no character who appeared in the previous episode, not in Portland, when we were joined by the lovely Sabrina. Hello, Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. Uh, no character who's in that episode appears in this episode, which is the first of only two times in Lost history that ever happens. Oh, is Jack not in this episode? No, or Kate. Oh, wow. We don't have Jack or we don't have Kate. No character with full credits for the entire show then. Mm. Hello. Also, just a little correction. Mm. There is a character called Sabrina. In the show. Oh, Sabrina Carlyle, who obviously she's the awful, she's Boone's mum. Um, and she is evil stepmother to Shannon. Um, so not a good character. I can see why Sabrina wouldn't remember that. I can see why she tried to forget. But she um she does appear um in season two, episode six, I believe. Sabrina. So there you go. A little a little correction. At least we admit when we're wrong. Oh yeah, hold hands up. Honest we're, boys. We're honest boys. We're human. Human boys. Human. We're only human. I like it. Anyway. Um, but thank you for to our very loyal follower, Lars. He pointed out on uh, Twitter in a non-snarky way. He could have been snarky about it and he wasn't. Um, I feel like there might be some listeners out there who would be snarky. So There have been snarky comments in the past. There have been, but we are only human. <laughs> <laughs> or are we dancers? Keep going. Um... Yeah, so this this episode, Desmond, very big on the Desmond action. Um, oh, I love a bit of Desimondi. Yeah, so do I, man. Absolutely. Bit of a man crush on Desmond, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Who big doesn't? man crush on Henry Ian Cusick. Um, he, uh, basically, this episode starts with um, Hurley, uh, Hurley and, Sawyer, and Charlie raiding Sawyer's stash cause, <laughs> and finds loads of porn. Yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Sticky pages. (laughs) Classic Sawyer. What else were they going to find, really? I know. But they also found a bottle of McCutcheon whiskey, which comes into play later on. Um, Mm. And they plan, they concoct a plan to get Desmond pissed. So he tells them what happened when he turned the key. Me and you are Hurley and Charlie, aren't we? I am Hurley because I'm a bit chubbier. (laughs) Oh, that's ridiculous. But Charlie is annoying. Yeah, so you're Charlie. And I'm the comic relief. I guess uh, we there's elements of Hurley and Charlie in both of us. Yeah, but we, w- we would do that. We would go through his stuff and be like, what's a good plan? Get pissed. Absolutely, we would do that. Um, I mean, it works. 
Well, does work. No, he doesn't actually work. He doesn't tell them. No, we find out. Gets Charlie, That's weird. Charlie gets thrown down, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. He gets he gets Desmond Pierce and then Desmond tells us what happened. Well, we see what happened, but Charlie never finds out until the end anyway. So, meanwhile, Desmond approaches them and says, you need to come into the jungle. There's something that's happened or whatever. And they find Locke and they find Saeed who tells him that... Echo dead. Echo dead. R.I.P. Um, Charlie concerned because obviously him and Echo shared some moments. Yep. Yeah. Um, Not that sad. No. Nicky and Paolo were sadder. <laughs> no Nicky and Paolo this episode. No Nicky and Paolo. Damn. They are Mr. Echo's fan club. It's ridiculous. He loved Echo. <laughs> Head of the Echo fan club. <laughs> Nicky especially loved Echo. Loved oh, him. I miss him. Oh, you miss Nicky and Paolo? No. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then as they're kind of talking about Echo and talking about what killed him and Locke's hilarious answer of you know what I mean when he says the island killed him classic Locke um, Desmond's detecting something isn't he he's detecting something going on on the beach oh yeah and then he, he legs it he bolts to go save Claire he's running again isn't he like the stadium but is he saving Claire running like the devil's chasing you we both did a low voice thing there <laughs> into the mic. We've had a long day, haven't we? Yeah. We've had a long day. Um, but we um but yeah, he gets in it and then Claire's gone for a morning walk and then she went for a little swim and she's she's basically drowning. Um and Desmond pulls her pulls her in and Charlie is really annoying. Super annoying. Just when I thought he was getting all right again. Oh, he is infuriating. He's so annoyed at Desi. Yeah, what's he doing? He's he's, he's just going like he's just sulking. Is that me? It's me, Claire. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Me. 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 Mine. <laughs> it's literally Charlie. Yep. And then Desmond's like, back off, man. Anyway, they get him pissed because Charlie's a bit confused that Desmond's been acting strange. And they're having a good old sing song, aren't they? Having a good old sing song. Yeah. Um, and then Charlie does something very bad. What, what does he do? He calls Desmond coward. Coward of all the people to call a coward. I don't know how you're doing, what it is you're doing, but I know a coward when I see one. Yeah, a coward. Ah! You don't want to know what happened to me. Get off! You don't want to know. Get off me. You don't want to know what happened to me. Picked the wrong word there, didn't he? Buzzword. It's not going to go down well with Desi. Keeps calling him Desi as well. Like, it's like, mate, you're not his mate. Desi. I would call him well, Desi. Desi. Something me and you would do. Yeah, again. we would. Oh, <laughs> shit, we are Charlie and Hurley, aren't we? <laughs> Hurley's just like lying down and getting pissed up. Hurley's drunk, mate. Hurley's pissed. Hurley's pissed. It's the first time we see him drunk. For a, for a big guy, he's pissed pretty easy. Well, that's McCutcheon, mate. <laughs> Very strong percentage. Very rare, I right hear. Extremely rare. You can only drink it if you're a man of honour. But Charlie, I'm reckoning... Uh, okay, Charlie's got to be a lightweight. You th- no, because he's like he's rock and roll now. He's he's rock and roll. You know, he's he's used to the hard stuff. Yeah, I guess he is. Because I've got like visions of him having a swig and like throwing a little bit behind him. To be fair, none of them have drunk in a long time. Apart from <laughs> it's, it's quite true, actually, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Charlie, perhaps designed for us to find out what happened to Desmond, says. I'm going to find out what it is you're doing, blah, 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 blah. And Desmond tackles him to the ground and says, do you, do you, you don't want to know what happened to me? And we're all like, no, we do. We do, we do <laughs> want to know. And Damon and Drew know we want to know because they show us. So we see him turn the key again. And then, boom. Flashbacks. Lying on his back, covered in red paint in his apartment with Penny. Yeah. Thoughts. Well, so, because last week, you and Sabrina were talking about time travel. And then, like, I, I always kind of knew that something was going to come into play, right? We talked about, by the way, just to clarify, we spoke about time travel because there were a lot of mentions of time. Yeah, they were, like, the show was setting it up. Yes. I didn't expect it to do it, like, now. Mm. I thought we were going to be waiting a while. But then it went, like, fully in. Yeah. It went all in. Absolutely. Which uh, was surprising. He travelled back in time. He, yeah, kind of. 
I'm like, you know, obviously we don't know whether he did properly because we haven't seen like any of the um, anything change. Mm-hmm. Where change where? Like, there's no butterfly effect of like um, him doing stuff in the past that affected where they are now. Is there? Yes. Which one? What happens? Him changing the guy getting hit by the bat in the pub. But then how does that change? He gets hit. Well, he now has flashes. But how do we not... That could... like that. I know he gets flashes, but that could still mean... Okay, I'm, I'm going to say it probably is time travel. But we don't. he hasn't done anything that affects like stuff on the island. Well, he can see into the future. Other than being able to see in the future. Oh, that's quite big. That is quite big. Of 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 another character dying. <laughs> and he's trying to save him. Yeah. he but does. the get, universe is course correcting. There's the Oracle lady. Yeah. Like, how the fuck does she know? Yeah, So this okay. is the woman who sells him the ring, which he wants to propose to Penny. And then she goes, the Oracle lady goes, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> and we're just like, whoa, yeah. meta. This is, that's when shit gets real. Isn't it? It's well, that yeah. moment. Because there's another little time bandit in the jewellery shop. What the fuck? Surrounded by clocks. But, so is it, to me, this is like the Matrix. <laughs> it's like... And you love it? I do, I do. I'm confused. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm not confused. Like, I, I obviously, I see what's going on in the episode, but like my theories and stuff, mm. uh, they're all over the place. Okay. I just don't know what to think. Like, is that, it's obviously like not quite a simulation, but then how does she know? Okay, why so her? We'll get to um, time bandit lady in a minute. Are there many people out there? Are there loads of time travelers? Little time travelers, or is it like the Truman Show and everyone's just playing with Desi? With Desi. So he travels. He he. Well, the scenes that we see are set in 1996. Okay. Yes. Um, and he's just. Um, Penny's just moved in with him because he we later find out that he didn't want to move into Penny's because she obviously lived in a massive gaff. Oh my God, why would he not I, know that? Th- th- my first thought was when she says, don't put this on me, you didn't want to move in because of your pride. I'd have been like, Phew, I would have been like tucked up in there every day, mate. <laughs> I would have moved in before she asked me. <laughs> yeah. Desmond is a man of honour. <laughs> yeah. My toothbrush would have been in there straight out. Mate. First date. She'd get home, but I'd be on the sofa. She'd be like, what are you doing here? Like, I was watching TV. <laughs> on your massive TV. Just watching Lost. Yeah. Meta. Weird. That'd be great. Ooh. Um, so, he, he yeah, and, and he starts like, all these things from the future are bleeding in to the past and it's making him confused because he can obviously recall it. So, the microwave makes the beeping sound from the hatch. He looks at the clock and it says 108. Oh my God. What? I just had an idea. Oh, here we go. So it's a big theory. It's not real. It's just, I'm just going to talk. This isn't necessarily what I think mm. that's going to happen. But so you know how this is like, he's gone back in to the past and he's affecting things somehow. Maybe because Desmond, like apparently real time Desmond mm. is affecting things in like this current On stage the in the island. Yeah. But maybe he's already lived through that. So this is actually that's like a past version of him mm. from the future. And that would explain how he knows these things. What? So you think that the Desmond we see in 1996 yes. is actually a Desmond we see, we're seeing now who's gone back in time and reliving those that moment? Is that what you're saying? No. What are you saying? Well, there is that. So he's, back going, he's gone back in time and he's reliving those moments, right? But surely he'd remember them all anyway. Yeah. But what I'm saying okay. is, because he's getting like flashes of stuff. Yes. Then he, so n- at the moment, real time Desi, he's getting flashbacks of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Somehow from the future. So this real time Desi in the on the island. Yes, he's is, seeing into the future. Yes. Yeah, but he's not seeing into the future. It's just his future self seeing into the past, allowing him to change things. So you think Desmond is from the future? Kind of. Some weird thing. Okay. Okay. That's a, it's an idea. It's a thought. <laughs> I'm patting him on the head, everyone. <laughs> joking. No, it's great. No, you've got you to gotta think outside the box of this because it is very complex and I'm not saying you get answers soon, <laughs> but um, it's... 
Desmond is an important character, and I think this episode proves so. Yeah, I'm not waiting yeah. for answers until like the end of the season now. <laughs> oh, he'll be waiting a bit longer. Oh, <laughs> I'm God. joking. I'm joking. Um, just just spitball as you see fit, by the way, because like there is a lot to chew over, and um, it's I'm sure you've got lots of theories bubbling away. Yeah, I feel like it's all going to be difficult to explain as well. Because it's not, it's not it's an easy subject, is it? not a conventional one, no. It's always worrying when play, things go into like time travel. Um, I think uh, Lost, I mean, let, let's let's not deny this is a, this has got elements of time travel <laughs> to it. Uh, they've always, they clearly wanted to go down that route from the beginning. I think it's fair to say the show is in safe hands. That's what I'm going to say. You would say that, though. I think it's a commonly held perception. Okay, because sometimes time travel things don't work. Yeah, it's it's a big risk. But the show isn't going full-blown time travel. It's just like dabbling in it thanks to a character. Okay. Who, like that, at the minute, that's what I'm saying, is the case, right? Yeah, but they're like studying time on the island. This is obviously very linked to that. And then he's well, like... Well, the, 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 the Rousseau's people were meant to be studying time. Yeah, yeah. which means the Dharma Project are probably doing something to do with it. Dharma Project... Whatever it's called. Initiative. Initiative. Sorry. You know, there's something. What who's two more strikes and you're out, mate? <sighs> um, should we should we go back to I'm trying to ironically do this in a linear fashion, <laughs> uh, which is quite hard. But the Desmond scenes back in ninety six in London, um, he keeps getting things that are bleeding in from the future that he's like, I know this, I know this, I know this. Um you know, like Penny says mentions the end of the world and things like that and he's all confused and Penny's like are you okay and then it turns out that he's going to um, a job interview with her father yes Charles Widmore uh, played by Alan Dale who for a time was in every flipping US drama there was on TV this guy's a complete dick he is a dick brain another bad father ding ding ding, ding yeah ding. like ding 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 I, I, I wonder what Damon Lindelof's relationship with his father is like <laughs> Press like, next to the interview him. Damon, did you have daddy issues? Uh, yeah, Probably a fair question. 100. That's mm. a good interview question, that is. Yeah. Because he would be like, I see where this is coming from. Yeah. You'd like to think. Very true. Or he would just shut you down and be like, that's a bit personal. Screw off, mate. <laughs> um, Desmond goes into Widmore's uh, office um, and I don't know if you noticed, but there's lots of stuff going on in the background. Um, there's a painting which features a polar bear. There's an upside down Buddha and there's a word namaste, which is obviously the word that they say in the Dharma videos uh, spelt backwards. But did you notice something? I mean, I'm going to assume you didn't. Uh, funny about the about the painting in no, the background. No. We've seen that painting before. Have we? We have. When? Season one, episode 10. Okay. Claire's dickhead boyfriend, so Aaron's father, yes, Thomas, who runs out on her, is a painter, and he's painting that painting. Wow. Now, you'd think... Whoa. Wait a second. This is in 1996. <laughs> when is that painting being done? <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> you'd think that that was like an intentional thing. It was an error. Because... Jack Bender, who uh, director of many lost episodes, um, he paints and he just likes to add his own paintings into the show. And some guy forgot that that was thrown into a previous episode. <sighs> so maybe me just throwing this out there. Maybe Thomas, the painter, in two thousand, well, four. I'm assuming because that's when he, Aaron was conceived. Maybe Thomas was emulating the work of another. He could have been. There we go. That's it. He, also, that's... can I just say, this episode aired almost 12 years ago to the day. Spooky. Spooky. Also, so this is Jack Bender who directed this one. Yes. Because this episode is very much like the Hold the Door Game of Thrones one. Well, this is what I which mean. Which he also now. directed. Like, he did direct that. And they got him in. Because <laughs> that's a time-traveling episode. Got to be careful what I say. But they got him in Thrones, Benioff and Wise, the showrunners of Game of Thrones, hired Jack Bender for the way he dealt with time travel and lost. Mm. Smart. 
and you can probably see why. They confirmed a lot of stuff about this episode, a lot of questions about this episode on a podcast that, that went out because they did an official Lost podcast. Yeah. Um, Carlton Damon. Um, almost 12 years to the day, but the episode actually went out in February 2007. Um, but anyway, the stuff in the background of Widmore's office is all linking and in, links into the island. Uh, and then the McCutcheon whiskey does just that because obviously at the beginning of the episode when Desmond sees the McCutcheon whiskey, He's like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. And we now know why he was so tempted to have a drink because Widmore pours himself a cup and says to Desmond, yeah, mate, you can't afford a sip of this. And then he goes to the bar and he can. Yeah, man. Well, what? no, no, he can't. He looks at it and he's like, he's like oh, I'll have to get a beer for the cheapest. And I'm like, story of my life. No, I think, I, I presume because it's in the bar that it's actually just a really cheap drink. Oh, I that see was what my you're thought saying. was like. That's why he kind of giggles at it because he's just like, "Oh, it's just, you know, some back shelf stuff in the bar." You don't. Oh, is that what be... you got from that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Was that the guy was just being like he was basically being played? Power play. Yeah, he was trying to be an arsehole, and that it wasn't actually true. He was just trying to be even more of an arsehole. So it makes him more of an arsehole, really, because like no back shelf whiskey in a bar, especially a bar like that which is supposed to be in England, does not look like an English bar. Like, that's not an English pub. It's trying to be an English pub. I actually think this episode does a quite decent job at, at replicating London. I think some of it does. This bit doesn't. Yeah, you, you really were fixated on the pub and how non-English it seemed. Yeah, rightly so, I think. Uh, that's misplaced. No, well, that's what I have to say about that. But it's, no it's, it's back shelf whiskey would cost however much he was saying it was going to cost. That's true. He does say it costs a lot. Um, and he's probably fabricating a little bit but what I get from that is Desmond looks at it he's like huh I wish I could buy one of them but I can't so I'll just get a cheap beer because he literally says pint of your cheapest I think he like to me it was him thinking what a wanker as well and that he just like he didn't want to do it on like principle yeah I guess also he is broke he, well he's so broke why is he in the pub and also you ditch your girl who's basically buying you things bad move man just because mm. some crazy woman in a jewellery shop told you not to Marry her? Anyway, he leaves. He, he doesn't get a job, obviously, because that after that uh, <laughs> remark, I doubt anyone's going to offer you a job. But he leaves, and then he walks right into the path of... Charlie. Who is busking with a very, very excited crowd around him. <laughs> what song is he doing? He's doing Wonderwall by Oasis. Classic. Because, you know, drive shaft are meant to be Oasis. Really. maybe. It's got a brother called Liam, isn't he? Also, that would have been peak Wonderwall. No. Yes? Wonderwall, when did that come out? 1994, was yeah, it? Yeah, mate. It would be, be peak Wonderwall. All right. Oh, oh, and, and also, you know, what's the lyric? Gonna be the one that saves me. What's Desmond been doing for the past few weeks? Saving him. Oh, Wow. That's good. That's good writing. No wonder they put this up for an award, you know? <laughs> I mean, Liam and Noel would have had to be invited on stage if they won. <laughs> just want to thank Liam and Noel Gallagher for this writing wonderful. Everyone's giving a clap. <laughs> anyway. Charlie, we see his full name written on his little little bit of wood. Little bit of wood? Little bit of cardboard. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's got a little bit of wood. Whenever he sees Claire. <laughs> Gross. Love you, Dom. <laughs> Charlie Hieronymus Pace is his name. His middle name is Hieronymus. Hieronymus. Hieronymus, which is... Are you sure that's not a stage name? Or it's put in there because it's like uh, got the word heroin in there somewhere. Uh... Maybe. Also, it means with a sacred name. Hieronymus, kind of a sacred name. But it also is a variation of the name. And I don't know... <laughs> I'm just saying this because you'll see why I'm saying this. It's a variation of the name in like something of Geronimo. Jackson. Which is a real band. You are so easily played, man. What? You're so easily played. It's a real band. It's not. I like the London in the background. You, you, they're kind of in what, a Piccadilly Circus at that moment, which I can tell you Piccadilly Circus is usually a lot busier than that. Oh. If, you've, if, you're, if you're in... I don't know, if you're in Saskatchewan or if you're in Georgia or if you're in, I don't know, 
what's it called? Brazil. Mon- Montreal. Or Brazil. Why am I doing all the why am I doing? Yeah. Um if you're in Finland, if you're in Someone, if you haven't been to London, yeah. Piccadilly Circus is a fucking nightmare and you should never go there because it's not like this. You don't get people just busking. You get like a million people busking all with speakers turned to 11, all trying to outdo each other with about a million tourists. You can't walk anywhere. And the only reason you want to go there is to get out of there. It's true. But what I will say is they do a better job at replicating that here than they did in season two, Charlie's episode, where they're... um where he walks out of his his flat and then he's in Covent Garden by the station. <laughs> Ridiculous, firstly. And all you see in the background is no one but, like, two hobos, like, like warming their hands over, like, a fire. It's really funny because Covent Garden is actually, like, flashy. So it's, it's Also, bizarre. you just don't really get that in the UK. You don't see, like, people warming their hands over. It's a very American hobo thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. You know. So, um... The pub scenes. I've already done pub scenes, and I know you're gonna. Um, well, we've had a little chat about this. Yeah, but he meet he he obviously goes to find his friend Donovan. But we should say he he remembers Charlie, doesn't he? He remembers Charlie, and mm. Charlie's like wacko, and he's like, I I know you. You're this guy. Blah 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 blah. Claire, how do I know you? Thank you. you. Can leave your number if you want. How, how do I know you? I don't. Uh, where do I know you from? Look, I don't know, but I remember if I could get some help. Yeah, I'm surprised Charlie's not like, yeah, you know me because I'm in Drive Shaft. But that must be before Drive Shaft get big. This is pre pre Drive Shaft. Yeah. Pre DS. And um yeah, he he predicts it's about to rain. Very lock that, isn't it? Also, Charlie has a big crowd for doing a shit cover of Wonderwall. <laughs> like, wouldn't happen. Uh, he's not <laughs> he's not good, is he? <laughs> He's also like gets a bit of the he, he mucks it up a bit. He's like I said maybe, and he's like he says and after all like twice. It's like really weird. It's like you're getting the song wrong. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> Look, listen. I'm gonna put it in here now, and you'll hear that he gets the song wrong. Anyway, we all know Oasis are very overrated. Ooh. Big. Poor man's Beatles. Ooh. I mean, you're not wrong, but still a decent band. Yeah, they're all right, you know. I would love to see them live. Yeah. I'll tell you who I'd like to see live even more. Who? Mama Cass. We hear Make Your Own Kind of Music again. Yeah, we do. On the jukebox in the pub. In the pub. Another thing which Desmond's like, this song, this song, this song. So he's in the pub chatting to his Loki, my favorite, one of my favorite supporting characters of the season, Donovan, who is um this like scientist friend who talks to him about time travel. And Desmond, he's like, Yeah, you're you're mental. It's just an illusion. You're reacting to Widmore telling you that you're you mean nothing. Not a bad assessment. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fair. Yeah. Not a bad assessment at all. But Desmond's like really sure that he is travelling through time. Um and then he remembers stuff, but it turns out it's wrong and he's actually there on the wrong day. Yeah, so the twist of the tale is he he's remembering it correctly. He's remembering what happens in the future, but they're just in the pub on the wrong day. Um, which is a good little twist. Yeah. Um, but before all of that, he is walking the scene. Um, he's walking the scene. He's walking the streets, feeling a bit disillusioned. And he, at one point, he comes across like like um, the Royal Scots Regiment or something. Like, sign yeah. up here. And he sees his poster and it's literally like, get your honour back. <laughs> it's like, that is literally, like, say what you're feeling. 
Imagine it's just like you're feeling really down or something. You see a post and it just says what you want it to say. Bit on the nose. Very on the nose. But anyway, he goes to a jewelry shop and he's Penny's like she like comforts him. Lovely, lovely lady, Penny. Yeah. Sonia Walger, who plays her, plays her really well. I really like her. I really like her, actually. I think she's good. Mm. Um she wants to cheer him up, so she suggests going for lobsters and a pier. <laughs> As you do. Lobsters at the pier. You ever had that, Jacob? Also, well, what pier? <laughs> it's not Brighton. Maybe they're going down to Brighton for the day. Do you reckon they're going to Brighton for the day? Yeah, mate. What pier in London? At the pier. Lobsters. I mate. mean, don't mind if I do. If there's lobsters to be had, I'll have it. This is why, like, if we ever write anything, can't just go like, oh, we're going to put it in Brooklyn and then go to the pier. Yeah. Like, we, we just can't do that. So, right now, the you Hershey know. chocolate bar on the, I don't know, sidewalk. <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> right, what you know, people. Yeah. That's, yeah. But also, Sonia Walger. English. Yeah, she should know better. She, no. She obviously doesn't live in London. Probably does. Maybe she probably does. She probably thought. She seems like a real posh type. Is she posh in real life? I bet she is. I bet she is. She also has a really cool podcast uh, at the minute, which, uh, yeah, give it a shout out. I can't remember what it's called, but it's about books. But yeah, um, she is, uh, I mean, lobsters. Also, I'm getting the feeling that they were like walking and eating and like you need to like crack the shell and all that. What, for a lobster? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're talking it's about. It's a messy affair. They're like, yeah. Have you ever eaten a lobster like, like from being alive to... Being dead to I've eating. never like picked one out. No. Have you? Uh I picked one out, but I let someone else do the killing and it was really awful. It was at my friend's That's um, good posh, ain't you? No, it was it was at my uh my fr- I say my friend, it's it's my girlfriend's friend. It's now my friend. Um her wedding, she loves lobster too. And she yeah. Does she actually how do you know if you love lobster? I feel like it's one of those things where she's got an expensive taste, I guess. Mate. Yeah, okay. I, whatever people are allowed to like lobster everyone who's listening you're allowed to like lobster lobby lobby lob lob I just <laughs> I don't know if I would say like oh I really like lobster because I haven't tried enough lobster I think I like lobster but I think eating them on a pier would be a really bad idea I think also the fact that there is no pier in London makes it a really bad idea really bad idea they'd be walking for a long time trying to find it on the pier that's not a pier food you go to the pier you have like fish and chips or something yeah absolutely lobsters on the pier sorry the only reason she's saying lobster is because they're just like this is a posh thing do you think yeah 100 we'll do lobster and champagne we'll have some caviar on the pier it's like she's trying to make it common for Desi so it's just like to appeal to him like we'll do lobsters on the pier though you like the pier Desmond does not seem like a guy who wants to eat some lobsters after being let go from for, for a job well I say we celebrate I say we celebrate that fate has spared you a miserable existence under the employ of Widmore Industries. Let me take you out tomorrow. Let's go for lobsters on the pier. My treat. He just wants to go for the cheapest pint down the pub. He just wants to go to a Sam Smith's. He wants to have a Taddy's Lager. (laughs) (laughs) We are alienating a lot of people who don't live in England here. But let's just say, when you come and see our live episode, when you you get on a flight and come and see us do our live episode in a nice cheap pub, we'll buy you a Taddy's Lager. (laughs) We will not be eating lobsters. We won't, no, we won't. Unless you're buying. I mean, I'm not... I mean, no. Um, so, one woman who probably would want to eat lobsters on the pier is um, the woman in the jewellery shop. Um, paid by fin, fin, Go on. Finula Flanagan, Irish lady. She's actually in the film The Others oh. with Nicole Kidman. Is she another? I feel what like that's mean? what you're implying. No, um, The Others are in Last. Okay. Do you know? Yeah, but maybe she is one. Maybe. Maybe it's a meta film she's doing. I mean, she did it all these years ago because they were like, her agent was like, there's a show coming out Mm. in four years' time that you will be a part of. Well, maybe that's why they cast her in that because they were like, I see what you mean. Ah, four years ago, she, let's just choose someone. They're just trying to cast all the others, all the cast of the others in this show. Also, Nicole Goodman does show up in a scene for a cameo. In Lost? Yeah. You're having me on. Anyway, <laughs> my uh, my grandma's name is Finula. Really? There you go. She's Irish. Yep. Finula. That's Finula. How I'm getting my Irish passport. Hey. And then my younger brother is named after Finn. Her. Finbar. Oh god, the pennies dropped. There you go. That's cool. 
That's cool. Um, so what does our lady in the jewelry shop tell us? We've 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 touched upon it already. So she points out some rings to Penny because Dullivan's like, if you liked it, then you should have put a ring on it. Or, if you like it, then you should put a ring on it. Or you like it, put a ring on it. <laughs> More like. So he goes to a jewelry shop and he's he's like picking one out. Um, and then she comes out and she's like, "Oh, there's this one. Oh, there's that one. Oh, there's that one." And he's like, "Cool, I'll take it." And she's like, "No, you won't. <laughs> Give it back." Worst salesman ever. Yeah. <laughs> the boss is upstairs. What's she going? No, no. <laughs> You're about to close the deal. <laughs> it's perfect. I'll take it. No, you won't. Give me the ring. Give it here. I don't understand. This is wrong. You don't buy the ring. You you have second thoughts. You walk right out that door. So come on, let's have it. So Desmond's all confused, which he kind of would be. Oh, yeah. Um, of course he would. And she, he just like refuses to give up the ring. And she's like, give me the ring. Um, and Jack's losing his mind because they're talking about rings. Lord of the Rings. Absolutely. She's like, Lady of the Ring. Lady of the Ring. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, yeah, you're not meant to do that. You're meant to not marry her. And you're meant to realise you'd go on a race, you need to go on a race around the world to get your honour back. And then you end up on an island where you push all these buttons and then you, and then you save the world. His destiny is to save the world. So then they go for chestnuts. This is the bit, chestnuts, chestnuts, bit rogue. Is it chestnuts? Yeah. It you is do, chestnuts. You do get a couple. You do if you're walking along like um, the Thames. Mm. But they're not walking along the Thames. They are not. I mean, or are they? No. they're in like Hawaii or something. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hello. Yeah. So she, she, they go for a walk and then she like tells him about course correction and about how... Because the guy dies. Yeah. So she points out f- the guy and then he's got funky trainers on mm-hmm. and then he walks under a thing and then he dies. And Desi's just like, why didn't you save him? Because she obviously knew something was going to happen. And then she's like, the universe always has a way of course correcting itself. And then, yeah, that comes into play later. That's the Obviously part later, of this yeah. episode I've probably been thinking the most of. Really? About Why? I don't know. I feel like it's going to have long-running impact. So I was just thinking about when we were just talking about Charlie busking. Yes. And how Desmond does something to him. And I was like, is that the start of him saving Charlie? Interesting. Continue. That's all I have to say about that. But how would he save Charlie if he doesn't meet Charlie for another eight years? But he saves him then. From? I don't know. I don't know yet. Something. The rain. The rain. I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. That was just, I was just like, is that the butterfly effect of like, well, you know, well, maybe one day Charlie has a conversation with someone about Psycho and then he gets stopped by someone who says he, I don't know, something. Okay, something. cool. No, no, it's good. Like I was I say, just thinking. Like I say, I like this. It's a gateway for thoughts and that's good because this podcast is a place to talk about lost at length and that's what we're doing and it's great. Anyway, that can't be right because Charlie still makes it to the island eventually even before Desmond goes in the flashback to do that. Yes. So he obviously makes it there. It's just ever since turning the key, apparently Charlie's going to die. He see- Yeah, but like if he hadn't have turned the key... Charlie would have died earlier. Yeah, he would have died. He'd be dead by now. It was his time. After Charlie was destined to die at the beginning of season three, but Desmond saved him and stopped him from dying. So he's going to be saved until what? End of season three? Well, he says, I can't do this forever. But he can't do it for that long. Damn that. I don't know. These have been some very close calls within a close proximity to each other. Also, he it's very stressful. I'd be very stressed. You can't really just relax, can you? you? Can't can't rest knowing that the fate of someone is in your hands. Yeah. So we we learn this at the end of the episode, don't we? Yeah, we do. We learn that that, that Desmond has been basically essentially saving Char- um, Charlie and not Claire, as has been led to believe after the lightning struck outside Claire's tent and. Um, Claire drowning it was actually Charlie who drowned trying to save her um, which is a cool little twist it's a and, great little twist yeah cool little twist and, and injects Charlie's story with a bit of something yeah it finally gives Charlie something other than being you know jealous of Desmond how's he going to react to this now yeah it, it spices up their relationship a bit doesn't it and it also like it affects the whole Claire dynamic as well mm. 
just affects the whole thing. I like this. Yeah. I think it's good. Do you like it because it just, you just see a, 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 an end where Charlie dies? <laughs> Is that why you like this? Or are you kind of sad Potentially. that maybe Charlie could leave us? I, I wouldn't call myself sad. Okay. Well, look, Desmond, in 1996, he listens to Mrs. Time Bandit and he is walking with uh, Penny one day and they're going for their lobsters on the pier, I assume. And they they happen to be in, sorry, I keep bringing it back to London geography, but they look like, they're, they're, they pose for the photo that we then see is like a marina backdrop because obviously the photo that we've seen since, since season two. Wait, also with the geography here, across the Thames, they're near the Thames, right? And then across the Thames, we can, what can we see across there? Well, it looks like it's, it's oh, what, on the other side that, that they're on or the one that they're on? So the opposite side of the Thames. So the, it's like it's like Big Ben. Yeah. And and so, House of Parliament. So where does that mean they are? Well, it, it looks like they're by the Royal Observatory in Greenwich. Yes, exactly. Um, which is the other side of London. Is not there. It's, it's it's on it's by the Thames. It's not there. It's it's that's like that's East London. Southeast. Southeast. And we are currently like Central. central. So it's like really far down the river. But anyway, that's fine. That's fine. I just wanted to point it out. We both did go because you're from Greenwich, basically. Yeah, no, I am, and it, and and I just like that that the lost um, team have thought about Greenwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, so also the photo. Yes. So the photo. By is... the way, the guy who's um, on the photo stool, hilarious. <laughs> He's that guy is given a job to do, and he does it well. Does it well. Does it really well. The photo. So we see it on the island. Yes. Is the backdrop different? No, it's the same backdrop. Is he making a different face or something? Yeah, it it, it does look a bit different. Um, yeah. Oh, so what he's doing in the part? So he has gone back in time, and what he's doing is affecting the future. What do you mean? Because it's because he makes a different face in the past. <laughs> I think, but I don't know if that's just a continuity error. No, that would definitely be on purpose. Otherwise, they would just use the same photo. No, but it is the same photo. We're meant to assume that it is the same photo that oh. is taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was supposed to be different and they were doing that on purpose. No, no, it's the same backdrop. It's wearing the same clothes. I think different colour, kind of. But like, I think it's meant to be the same. Okay. If I'm honest. All right. I'd like to hear everyone else's thoughts. If, if they don't think that, let me know. But I think it's meant to be the same. It's just a bit of an error. But we'll forgive them that. I thought it was supposed to be like a purposeful error. This is why I was really confused because I was like, oh, I thought the, it was going to be a different backdrop. So then everyone, then you would turn around and you'd be like, holy shit, like he really is affecting stuff. No, it's the same backdrop. Because right. she hates the Alps. She, he says the Alps and then she's like, oh, I hate the Alps. Ah, I know, the Alps. Ah, I love yeah. the Alps. Oh, I hate the Alps. Yeah, not the Alps. Why is she so... Oh, God, probably because she's visited them like a million times. She's probably been skiing a hundred million times. We also get a sense that she doesn't like her dad, right? That's something else I want to hammer home. Yeah. She, she doesn't get on with her dad. Um, and we know that in the future, Desmond does leave and she, he, 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 is, on, he is discharged from um, the army and he finds out that all the letters he'd written Penny weren't sent to Penny. Yeah. So it's a really sad future for them and she, he, he, he does unceremoniously dump her in a really harsh way. It's because of course correction. He knows it's going to happen anyway. Oh, but it's so hard for me to watch. I know. It, it I is. love them. They're a good-looking couple. They're a real sexy couple. <laughs> Who's sexier? Uh, Kate Sawyer, Kate Jack, Sun Jin, Rose Bernard, Desmond Penny. It's difficult. Claire Charlie, but... No. Not sexy. Um. Oh, I don't know. That's a real hard question. Probably Soren Kate, really. Know what? I'm going to go. Dare I say it? Go on. Desmond Penny. Desmond and Penny. Yes, I love it. I mean... I love it. I think, I think best couple overall. Bernie. Rose and Bernard. Yeah, yeah. obviously. But Son and Jin are being shortchanged here. They are. It's absolutely shortchanged. They are probably... If I'm honest, my favourite couple in all of Lost. <laughs> they are. They have to be. Yeah. Son and Jin. The, 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 the OG. I know, but Bernie and Rose, what do you call them together? Roni. Bose. 
Roni. Roni. I like Roni. 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 Roni are just, you know. Wait, but Roni, we're saying Bernie, it's Bernard, so it's Renard. 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 <laughs> or Bernard, because we say Bernard in England. We don't say Bernard. Bernard. We say yeah. Bernard. Which is why I really like, you know, in Westworld, you've got Bernard played by Jeffrey Wright. Mm. And everyone's like, Bernard this, Bernard that. And Tandy Newton's like, hello, Bernard. <laughs> it's great. Um, When's that show coming back? Next year. HBO confirmed yesterday. Nice. Um, which really dates the podcast. Sorry about that. In other things that date the podcast. Yes. Should we do... A, I just wanted to know your opinion on the... Game of Thrones is back. We've watched one episode. Yeah, and also, how funny is it that Rob, Rob McElhenney, your boy Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, after a week after we were talking about him uh, guesting in Lost because he's friends of Damon Lindelof, guested in Game of Thrones in the background because he's friends of David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. I know, spooky. Spooky, mate. Coincidence of fate. Honestly, this, pod, this podcast. The things we talk about. It's great. It's creepy. What should we predict? I mean, we did predict one time that... Um, God. Someone was going Michael Sheen. No, Martin <laughs> Sheen. Was it? I can't remember. Brian Cox? No, it was... Um, what's his name? From... Um, Mickey Rourke. Romancing the Stone. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Mickey D. He's still around. Oh, mate, we, di- we didn't... He's just... Yeah, I'm not going to attempt it. But yeah, I uh, liked Game of Thrones and maybe that's not a popular decision. But... Decision? I mean, it is a decision to like something, isn't it, really? Yeah, which is fine, because normally you don't like it, now you like it. I like the first three seasons. You're a complete uh, stan. Four was okay. You Five, absolutely love Game of Thrones. Kind of weak. But no, I like the payoff, and I think that a lot of people have been waiting many years for... So, yeah. All right, I'm bored now. Let's move on. Yeah. I, I thought like... Game of Thrones was okay. It was a very average episode. It's okay. The acting now is awful. It's fine. Like, the old school, the old players just outdoing everyone... Kate and John and Daenerys. Bad stuff there. Bad dragon stuff. Bad stuff there. But yeah, you liked it. You like the reunions. I like the Brown and Jamie stuff at the end. Yeah, that is that's funny. because like literally that's like the end of the first episode and then the end of this. It's like it's great. That's like a, a, an ending eight years in the making. So for people listening in the future, this is season eight, episode one. Yes, yeah, sorry. God, Game of Thrones will just be a, a, a distant memory by when people are listening to this in the future. I know. Anyway. We'll give you our... If you if you would like a Game of Thrones little spin-off podcast from Jack and Jacob... We'll gladly do a little spin-off podcast of anything people want us to do it on, really. But, like, if you want us to talk at length about Game of Thrones and the final season at any stage, just, just slide into our me- our, our messages and I'd like know. to know the crossover of Game of Thrones. And I feel like it comes up quite a lot in this podcast. But it is because it is the biggest show of the moment. It is. And Damon Lindelof is a massive fan. Is he? Huge. Don't blame him. Like, it is first four seasons and season six, I think, are really good. I know you don't like season six. Yeah. But I think you secretly do. No. No, no, no. (laughs) Season seven, not good. Do you know what Thrones, just why it will never be better than last? Why? Because of the numbers. Number watch time! Number watch. So it's obvious. It's obvious ones, really. When Desmond is waiting to see Mr. Woodmore, the delivery guy turns up and says, parcel for 8.15. Which could be derived as parcel for 8.15. Wow. The clock on the nightstand reads 108, which is obviously all the numbers added together. Honorary number. The playpen issue, the porn mag, in Sawyer's stash contained a 15th annual Girls of Fiji picture gallery. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the photo stand where Desmond and Penny have their picture taken by the legendary guy who's like, no, not the Alps. Love that guy. Uh, has a number 15 on the side of it. Um, so that's that wraps up today's number watch. Thank you, Jacob. You're welcome. Um, and to, 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 to wrap up the Desmond scenes, he goes back to the pub, doesn't he? And he, he's, he's nursing a pint and then he, he realises that Make Your Own Kind of Music comes on the jukebox again because someone really loves Mama Cass in that pub. Who can blame him? No one. Um, and the guy who he says was going to come in and hit someone with a baseball bat, Jimmy Lennon, his name is, um, he, Desmond, gets involved and then it hits Desmond and he's thrown back to 2004. Well, thrown forward to 2004. Right? Yep. Right. 
what I want to say is in the football match that Desmond points out, there's a lot of stuff going on in that football match, mate. What? A lot of stuff going on. Someone scores a goal, no. Hurley is in the crowd. Whoa. I'm joking, he's not. But on the advertisements uh, around the pitch, I mean, you've got Apollo, the chocolate bar logo. Uh... You've got the Hanso Foundation, Alva Hanso from the videos. We'll dive into that more at length another time. It is like the Truman Show. They're just putting this on. You've got Oceanic Airlines, which is... Is this whole thing... Yeah, What's... which is the airline they go on. Yeah, is this whole you. thing like a simulation? You've got Mr. Cluck's Chicken Shack. What's that? Oh, is that the one where... Oh, is that Sawyer? Where he kills someone from somewhere? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a shrimp cha- shack uh... in the middle of nowhere. This is where Hurley works. Uh... Yeah. Shit. You have Butty's Diapers. Do you remember that's from? Oh, Charlie's little music yeah, video. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And you have uh, something else, which is a um, an advert for something called Expose. Um, but that was you... the name of the student newspaper at my university. Expose. Because we were at Exeter University. Ah, very clever. Russell Group University, just saying. That's a big deal. I was a fucking clever clogs. Let's put it that way. Well, something's changed. Yeah, I know, right? What happened? Would you be excited <laughs> if I said that season three, episode 14 is titled Expose? I guess. Foreshadowing me. It's, it's like they planned it. Anyway, there's also an advert for Kronos, which is a real life company that sells watches, correct? Yeah, also a film by Guillermo del Toro, isn't it? It is. But what do you, t- what do you tell, what, what, what do you use your watch for? To tell the time. Whoa, my God. So anyway, he's thrown back, he's thrown back forward in time and he's really upset because he's basically just, he's jacked Not with in Penny his love. Yeah, and it really winds me up. Um, and he's naked on an island and he finds his photo and he's just reminded that he's stranded. He was basically Doctor Who for a bit, wasn't he? He was. Stranded in time. <laughs> that sounded like, uh, what do you call it? The um, immigration song. <laughs> I guess yeah that's what it sounded like <laughs> not Doctor Who not what I was going for you, you... <laughs> I know what you are. yeah yeah okay no that was that was Doctor Who not Led Zeppelin it was Led Zeppelin <laughs> anyway okay, um, this has so been a musical episode for us it's been very good keep going right where are we going what, what's next what's next to oh so list? he ends up on the beach and he's pissed up and then he and then it, it's all. It all gets very hectic, and then Hurley pulls Desmond off of Charlie, and Desmond's really upset because he's like, "You can't change it. You can't. Whatever you try to do, you can't change it." And they're getting back to his tent, and then Charlie just persists. He's like, "You're going to tell me, dude? Stop it!" Yeah, but then he says, "I'm. I'm trying to save you," which is what we were talking about earlier. He says, "I'm trying to save you, but I'm going. You're going to die." Um. So yeah, Heavy. huge ending. Uh, probably the best ending of the season. Yes, so far. Um, what's your views going ahead? I feel like now we're not going to come back to this for a while. Right. I mean, I probably could have told you that before, to be honest. Because I've heard... See, so the first six episodes of this season weren't that strong. They weren't that strong. Jacob? I'm, I'm with him here. All right. So I didn't think they were the strongest. But these last two have both been like killer. Juliet and Desimonde's flashbacks. Yes. But I've heard that lots of people really don't like season three. So I'm guessing that we're going downhill at some stage. Right. Normally we have about two or three good episodes. Yeah. And then it all goes kaplut. Right. So I have a feeling we might be getting... Getting there, aren't we? Going kaplut. <laughs> Going kaplut. Um, I don't know. Let, let, uh, uh, season three, let's just say, there is a, I'd say, personally, there's a run of 10 amazing episodes in season three. Um, and there's 23 episodes in the season. So that's either begun now or we're going to have five really terrible episodes. But let me just say it ends on a high. So you do the math. All right. So we've got five terrible episodes ahead, don't we? I know we do. Disagree. 
that five of them are terrible. <laughs> um, There's going to be this rumored Charlie episode. I've heard so much about. Re- which one's that? I've heard. I've heard. There's a real low. Really? Let's put it that way. A Charlie one. A Charlie one. Okay. What's your What's your prediction for next week then? Next week. Oh, it won't be anyone who. Oh, it'll be the other side of the island. We'll have to go visit them lot. Uh, well, just bear in mind, Kate and Sawyer have escaped. Yeah, so... Um, Jack's on his I own. I mean, if it still wants to be really good, then we could do, like, Young Rousseau. Flash... Well, no, not Young Rousseau. Like... That's out, of, that's out of nowhere. Yeah, someone like that. Go for it. What, like... like um, like Young Rousseau? Yeah, why not? Oh, wow. That'll be out there. That's your prediction. It's, no, that's not my prediction. Jesus. I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> um, oh, man, it's hard. Mm. Maybe Hurley. Just... Hurley. Hurley? Okay. Um, so Heroes and Villains of the Week it's quite hard what? what? easy for this week yeah uh, hero obviously our boy Desi Mondi Desmond's a hero villain who's a villain? Uh, uh, Penny's dad oh yeah Charles Mondi that's actually it's actually very easy you're right yeah what were you going to say? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say uh, I was going to say Charlie for that terrible rendition of Wonderwall actually <laughs> I mean, it's a good reason. Said maybe. No. <laughs> Honestly. Harsh. Yeah, Harsh. No, I'm joking. I, it's obviously Charles Widmore, who is great, probably the worst dad yet. And that's saying something because Locke's dad stole his kidney. I would say Locke's dad's probably still worse. Yeah, I agree with you. Arguably Kate's dad as well. Oh, yeah. Or Mr. Pick. No, he's not bad. <laughs> he, he He's... He just got in the long into oh, the wrong line of work. You know who it's going to be next week. I would love Mister Friendly flashback episode. Oh mate, I I'm gonna throw it out there right now. Um, oh, should I throw it out there right now? Oh, I want it to happen. Please say it happens. Does it happen? Does it happen? Does it happen? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay, I won't tell you. All I'm going to say is, I'm going to lie to you oh. and say there is a Mister Friendly episode oh. at some stage. <laughs> oh. Mate, I've, I've, this has been really fun to talk about because this is a really good episode. It is it's, episode. it's actually better every time I watch it. Um, they smash a real hard thing to smash. And I think it bodes well for the future of Lost. And while I'll say the foreseeable might seem less good, just keep the faith alive. Keep that faith alive. I'm really, really going to try to. <laughs> I'm also, I'm kind of like, I do kind of want to get my, my teeth out and go into one though. Go into ah, you're, you're getting bored of not hating one. No, I like. Of course, I like it. It does make me want to binge it because I'm just like, I just want to rattle through these. Season episodes. three is extremely bingeable as well. Um, lost its most binge worthy, I'd say. And um, but also, can I just say, you loving further instructions, which is the third episode of this season, makes me think that you might not mind the one that everyone dislikes, which is hilarious. I um, feel like I was in a weird mood when I when we spoke about that episode. Really? A few too many McCutcheons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, w- I hadn't been drinking. Thank you. He would never drink on the job. Never drink on Part the job. Part of episode where he watched Lost drunk. Yeah, but then, then I rewatched it. I just ended it. up speaking for the majority of the podcast. Then we rewatched it. For those who want to know, that was raised by another. When was, what? Season one, episode 10. <laughs> yeah. Not the first much. mention for that episode, this episode. I mentioned it about Thomas and the painting. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, spooky. Mm. And the episode's called Raised by Another, Another, and Finula Flanagan was in the others. Maybe she's Thomas's mum. I said maybe. Wow, there's so much. This is, everything's so linked in this episode. So, so linked. So thank you very much to listening for listening, everyone. Yeah, it's great. Um, we hope that um, this episode brought memories of um, of Lost Season 3, Episode 8, flashing before your eyes. Hello. Uh, we hope that. And we hope that we will. you'll be happy to continue having us flashed into your ears for the foreseeable. That was not great. No, I, I took it too far. So I think I'm going to hand over to Jack to sign us off. Follow us on at Lost Boys Pod on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Jack J Shepherd. I'm on Jacob underscore Stoll. And yeah, tell your friends, give us a little review, um, spread the word. We love having people tweet along with us, 
And yeah, it's been a pleasure as always, Jacob. Sign us off. I'm just going to say, uh, reiterate my earlier point that the Beatles are better than Oasis. I said maybe. This morning, you dove in after Claire. You tried to save her, but... You drowned. What are you talking about? I didn't drown. When I saw the lightning hit the roof, you were electrocuted. And when you heard Claire was in the water, you... You drowned trying to save her. I dove in myself, so you never went in. I've, I've tried, brother. I've tried twice to save you, but the universe has a way of course correcting, and, and I can't stop it forever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because no matter what I try to do, You're gonna die, Charlie.